Hi, this is Kimberly. And this is James. Um, and this is All Things Family. Please remember, we are not professionals at anything you may actually need. But we are always here for you to leave your comments, and we will do our best. So, first on All Things Family is our first segment. It's called Things That Make You Say, Really? So, um, I'm sure by now everybody's seen the stupid thing going around on Facebook. It's not, okay, so it's not really stupid. It's a, it's a pretty wicked and, and wild thing. Um, honestly, when it first popped up onto my Facebook feed, I was kind of taken back, um, because the face of this creature, and I'm sure y'all all know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's called the Momo Challenge. And basically this person or people or whatever has been um, hacking into uh, mainly YouTube Kids, the YouTube Kids app, and but it's also carrying over to YouTube also. And this thing's been getting into, been hacked into kids' videos, and it's been convincing these kids to hurt themselves or to hurt other people or, or trying to convince them or whatever. And then also it's telling them that if they say anything to their parents, that, that this Momo is going to kill them. Um, so I had to have a conversation with our eight-year-old because he's on YouTube a whole lot and, you know, and by a whole lot, I don't mean by, um, YouTube babysits him because that's not at all what goes on, especially in this household. Um, but we'll get to that later on. Um, so pretty much like the whole entire theme of this podcast is going to be, um, technology and, um, how it can be really good or it can be really, really bad too. Um, but this, uh, this YouTube thing that's been going around, um, I shared a video on my Facebook page the other day that completely summed it up, I think perfectly. And, um, it's basically, you know, the devil is a roaring lion, roaring lion walking around seeking whom he may devour. Um, and that was one of the verses that was used in that, um, YouTube video. And it was the thing that stood out was how much this guy, um, focused on the word may devour, you know, kids minds are so malleable and they're so like a sponge. They can just kind of take in all kinds of stuff and and they don't really maybe they don't really realize what they're taking in when they're taking it in and that's what this challenge is kind of feeding off of is the fact that you know kids minds are like a sponge and they're really really easily influenced on things it's just sad that you know I told Kimberly right after I had the conversation with our son, you know, about, hey, dude, if this pops up, and I I had to show him a picture and everything like that, and, man, he was kind of freaked out just by looking at the picture. 
you know, and he, he just got a quick, quick glance of it. But I remember telling her, I said, I can't believe that I'm having to have a conversation with my son about, hey, man, if you see something like this pop up on YouTube, you know, shut it down immediately and bring it to me and mom, you know, and like, it's just sad what people are doing and trying to use to, to get to the kids, you know. Well, and it's not even this Momo challenge. I'm sure that's where it came from. But they've even went as far as going in and digitally making these characters that your kids are watching hurt themselves and telling them that that's how it's doing it. You know, this is how you hurt yourself. This is how you do that. And it's even gone so far that it's telling them, you know, how to properly commit suicide, which way to cut. And then it's telling them to, you know, especially, we live in an all-electric house, but, you know, it, it's telling them that to go turn on the stove and leave it on while everybody's asleep. And that's not okay. I mean, our house, that's not really something that we have to worry about because we don't have gas, but that's not okay. I mean, it needs to be known, you know, that was a very hard conversation to have. And I talked to him after James did, and I never thought in a million years I'd have to have a conversation like that or we would have to have a conversation like that with our eight-year-old son about YouTube. I mean, he watches little videos all the time. He's fascinated about how these toys that he gets works and he goes in and he watches all of that and I'm okay with that. But, and our, our daughter even watches YouTube, you know, like, um, we don't have satellite so we use youtube to let her watch her favorite shows like Minnie mouse and stuff like that but she also listens to music on there like baby shark and all of that and i mean i closely monitor what they're doing but you know i shouldn't have to watch baby shark for a hundred times to see if this stupid thing pops up one, YouTube needs to be better. You know, I, I'm not okay with this. I, I shouldn't have to tell my kids to watch out for something that's so stupid because YouTube needs to be better. And, um, I, I work in a school and one of these kids was like, well, you know, his thing was about how video games doesn't promote violence. And I said, well, you have to think about it this way. I said, um, I said, my, my kids watch, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. And he said, well, um, if parents were better parents, then they wouldn't let them watch certain videos or play certain games that could promote violence and you know if people didn't use tv as a babysitter i looked at him and i said you know that's not quite fair i said because we as parents i said especially as moms i mean my husband's a great dad 
But as moms, we go out and we're like, we work a full-time job. If you work outside the home, fine. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you still have a full-time job. That ain't no lie. And um, so, you know, we work full-time. We clean the house. We do, we do the dishes. We, you know, do the laundry. We cook for our family. We do all this. You know what? Yeah, no, we don't use the TV as a babysitter, but whenever I am getting down and dirty and cleaning a bathroom, I'm sorry, I don't want my two-year-old in there with all these chemicals. So, yes, she does sit in there and watch her shows, and I should be able to trust that Baby Shark is actually going to be Baby Shark and not something coming across and talking to my two-year-old that makes me very agitated and like I told this kid I said you know sometimes it's not the parents you know I am a very active parent some people call me I could be actually classified as a hovering parent but um I'm not okay with YouTube allowing this. And they just need to do better about doing that. And I, this poor kid, I got like on him about, you know, it's not people using TV as a babysitter. Sometimes it's easier to let them watch TV while you clean something. Well, and, you know, so... Me being the person I am, as as soon as it was, uh, as soon as it came across that it was on YouTube or whatever, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to YouTube's Facebook because YouTube has a Facebook, which is weird to me. Really? Anyways, I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, anyways, so I went to the YouTube Facebook page, and the very first post that that they had made that came up that day was talking about this Momo challenge and talking about how they didn't find any evidence of it in any of their videos and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And people were just ripping YouTube in the comments. And some of the comments were actually very, very uh, comical. And then some of them were very comical and truthful, too. Um, You know, they're real quick to uh, take off videos that have to do with the second amendment or have to do with christianity or or something like that they're real quick to take all that stuff off because uh, it promotes hate speech or whatever but you know something like this comes up and they're like ah well we don't really see anything going on you know so yeah i mean uh i'm not gonna sit here and try to lie about things i get on youtube quite a bit um in fact probably 90% of the time that my phone is on up at work, it's on YouTube and I'm listening to music um, because all the other music player apps that I've downloaded suck. And I mean, but really in all honesty, YouTube's not that much better. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so I play, I play video games, um, you know, and there's, uh, you know, I, I'm playing one video game right now that's that's 
pretty popular. Uh, I'm not even sure if I can actually say the name of it without getting in trouble or something like that. So I probably wouldn't. Probably won't. But it's it's pretty popular. It has to do with being in the old west times and and things like that. And it's um it's it's pretty cool. Well, so there is violence in it, and there's you know, but I'm very very careful if my son or my daughter's in there while I'm playing, I'm very, very careful about what I do in the game. You know, um, like I don't go just running around and shooting people and, and, you know, causing mass chaos or whatever like that, because in all honesty, it's kind of fun to do in the video game, but you know what? I'm adult enough to realize that, Hey, this is a video game, you know? Um, now with that being said, I've got a nephew that the dude is a video game guru. Like, you you set him down in front of a, any video game you want to set him down in front of, and he'll have that thing beat within, like, three hours. Um, he's in college now, and he's going to college for video game design. I mean, dude is... I'm not going to say a video game nerd, because that's, to me, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> the dude, he... He, he knows his video games. Um, and he grew up playing video games. And he grew up playing violent video games. He grew up playing Call of Duty and, and all these other really, really popular violent video games. Dude ain't got a mean bone in his body. And the reason he don't is because my brother made it a point to raise him with morals and values to where he values human life. This is the thing that's going on right now, in my opinion, with this YouTube challenge, with this Momo thing, is that whoever is doing this does not value human life at all. You know, and I had somebody had made the made a post that said something about, well, maybe it's just Satan himself. You know what? You could very well be right. I'm not going to get, you know, like really outrageous about that. But, I mean, think about it. Um, it's just sad what's going on in the world today. And, yeah, to a point, parents need to be completely aware of what's going on on their kids YouTube you know, you know if they're if they've got a tablet you know you ought to be able to look over their shoulder at any time and and not have to worry about what they're watching um it's just it's it's sad I, I don't really know what else to say about it the best advice that I could give um is going to come later on in the podcast so I just as a mom of a two-year-old and an eight-year-old, I just want to say, you know, it's probably not going to make a difference because YouTube is YouTube, but I want to say, YouTube, you can do better than this. You know, it's ridiculous and it's sad and I, I don't see how it's okay with anybody that this comes up and everybody's like, oh, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. And I'm like, no, it's not. I have personal friends on my Facebook that has been watching a show with their kid and it comes up. And it's the little character doing it. 
and telling them the right way to kill themselves and the right way to kill their parents and the right way to do all this. And that is not okay. So, YouTube, you need to do better. Okay, I think I'm off my soapbox on that now. <laughs> like, it aggravates me and it infuriates me so, so bad. So, we were going to be doing this podcast, like, a few nights ago and um, some things came up and we weren't able to. But... Uh, I'm kind of glad that we weren't able to, that way we could sit back and kind of think this out and plan this out. You know, um, a lot of the stuff. So, um, during this podcast, we have, you know, like right in front of us, we have a sheet of paper that has, you know, kind of what we're going to go over. But for the most part of, you know, this is, this is pretty much unscripted. Like we don't have, you know, we have certain key points that we're going to hit and that's it. You know, so I'm kind of glad that we didn't do it the other night because uh, we were both pretty riled up about that whole thing. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go to our next uh, segment, which is husband and wife truths. Um, we changed this one up a few times and then we came to the uh, agreement that we were going to kind of keep with the the YouTube thing and then the other part of it. And, um, so this is about your cell phones. I saw something the other day on Facebook and people were talking and, um, it was a post about how people don't let their significant others see their cell phones. And, as a wife, I don't understand it because, one, my phone doesn't have a lock on it. I have nothing to hide. My husband can and has picked up my phone numerous times to do something on it or I'll say, hey, babe, can you get on there and text this person or call this person or look up this? And I don't have to worry about it. Like, I can't imagine... You know, living in a relationship to where you have to worry about what's on your cell phone, what your significant other might find on your cell phone. I, I don't understand it. And it's a big deal that I don't have to worry about it because everybody's like, well, you know, I, 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 I worry about it because of this, this, and this. I don't. There's nothing that I have to hide on my cell phone. My husband can pick it up at any time and look through my messages, look through my text messages, look through my phone calls. I have nothing to hide. I can't tell you how many times I've lost my cell phone. And he's the one that finds it. Like, I have nothing to hide. I can't imagine being in a relationship where you have to hide what you're doing on your phone. I don't see that's that's my deal. So my phone, I so one, <coughs> I'm not gonna have anything that I gotta hide on my phone. And the reason I'm not gonna have anything that I gotta hide on my phone is because I leave the stinking thing laying around the whole entire house, like at any given time. And I mean, to me, trying to hide something is way there's way more work involved in trying to hide something. Um, there's way more, 
oh man, you know, oh wait, whoa, she's got my phone. Or, you know, there's way more stress in it and it's just not worth it to me. So the, the one thing that I am, I'm about is, you know, if you got to delete it or, or you got to, you know, hide, it, hide in it, way. hide it in any way, like, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Um, and if you got to delete something off your phone or you got to, you know, delete a conversation or pictures or, or, or something like that, then, I mean, you're pretty much cheating on your significant other already. You know, um, now there has been times that I have had conversations on my phone and I have deleted them before my wife seen them. And the only reason is because it was with her mom and we were talking about a birthday present or a Christmas present. And my wife, I love her to death, but she is a complete snoop. Like once it starts getting close to her birthday then she starts kind of getting a little like secret agent style, ninja style about trying to find my phone. That way she can kind of look and see what maybe me and her mom are planning, you know. So with that part of it, yeah, I'll delete those messages real quick. That's not nice. <laughs> but, but also one thing I want to I want to bring up is, you know, not only, you know, hey, <laughs> don't don't hide stuff on your cell phones or whatever. But one thing that I want to bring up about the cell phone part of it is, and and this is something that I see all the time. If you and your significant other are out on a date, on a date with each other, and you're sitting at a restaurant, put your stinking phone down. Because you're not there to, to stare at a phone screen. You're there to spend time with each other without the kids being there. You're there to talk, you know, about just anything and everything. You're there to spend time with that person. Um, so I was real, real guilty of that for a long time. We would have a date night every Friday night and we would go out to dinner and then we'd come home and we'd lounge around the house, you know, and things like that. And I started realizing that every time we went out to dinner, man, I had my my nose buried in my cell phone. Um, and it was, there was a lot of communication breakdown between me and my wife because, you know, I, I wasn't there. I mean, I was there physically, but mentally, man, I had checked out. I was too busy, you know, swiping up on Facebook or I was too busy, you know, Oh my gosh, can you believe what so-and-so said on Facebook or did on Facebook? Or did you see that video that was posted? Or, you know, and you know what? There's a lot better things to talk about than what's going on on stinking Facebook. Especially if you're out on a date with your significant other. Well, it's not even on a date. I mean, in our house, we have a role. Yes, our eight-year-old has a smartphone. Mm -hmm. But we have a role. That when we sit down to dinner as a family, mm -hmm. nobody has their phones. I've gotten to where I'll take my phone and instead of laying it down on the table, I will take my phone and pick it up and take it into the living room and put it on the other side of the living room and put it on silent to where I don't even hear it vibrating. You know, I that is my time with my family. And that's what, you know, to get all kind of conspiracy theorists on everybody about this, that's what... That's what these cell phone companies are out to do. They're out to drive a wedge between the family unit. And the best way to do it 
is to keep them buried in that screen. Well, and, I mean, not only that, and I mean, literally, none of us have our cell phones. Mine's sitting beside me, and there's only very few people I will answer my phone to during dinner mm-hmm. time. And that's only because they probably need to talk to me, like, right then. They don't just call because. Because I don't like to talk on the phone. I like to text. Well, and so, like, with that part of it, you know, there's been times that, like, I have my cell phone sitting in the other room or something, and and my dad will call. And, you know, if it's important, if it's something that, like, absolutely can't wait, he'll call Kimberly's phone because he knows that she's got it there close by. You know, but if it's something that can wait, he just waits until I finally pick it up. And go, oh, I missed a call, you know, and I'll call him back. You know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. You know, you miss a call, you miss a call. But, like James said, you know, I don't, that's how they make their money is by you using your phone. And we we use our phones all the time. But there is times when you need to put your phone down, get your head up, and talk. And not only that, I mean, you know, going back to what we were talking about before that even, I could leave my cell phone at home. Like, let's say James was off for a day. I could leave my cell phone here while I went to work, and he could play on it all day long. And you know what? I have nothing to hide. He can access my phone at any time. And it wouldn't bother me. I mean, he'd probably bring it to me only because my phone would be blowing up from text messages and emails and stuff like that from work. But he'd probably bring it to me. But there's nothing that he can't see on it. So, I don't understand why it's such a big deal that you can't have, you know, your significant other can't look at your phone or look at whatever you're doing if you're hiding it then you're probably doing something wrong i mean i'm not saying that you can't give each other a hard time james and i we give each other a hard time i'll be playing a game on my phone or something and he'll look over like quit looking at my phone man you know we just joke around but literally i can pick up his phone he can pick up mine and we can go through it there's nothing to hide And like he said, if you're having to delete messages just for your significant other doesn't see, then you're probably doing something you shouldn't do. Pretty much already cheating. That's the way I look at it. So, okay, we're going to go to our last segment on this, and that's um, about the kids. And the thing I wanted to talk about was screen time, keeping with the the whole YouTube thing and then the cell phone thing. And then so screen time. And now I've heard this put several different ways. One of the ways that I absolutely don't agree with is that. So you tell your kids basically that, you know, Hey, look, um, from this time to this time, you know, we'll say like an hour. Okay. So from, this time to this time, you can be on your cell phone or you can be on your your tablet or whatever. You know, I don't agree with that. And the reason I don't agree with that is because of kids like my son. Okay, so my son gets on YouTube. Um, 
So here a while back, I told him that I wanted to start studying or I wanted to start both me and him. I wanted us to start wrestling around and I wanted us to start doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's pretty cool. Um, but I wanted to start, I wanted me and him to start doing that. And he was like, okay, I'll see if I can find a YouTube video. I was like, okay. I didn't think anything about it. Kid was on YouTube for maybe an hour and he found like a whole YouTube channel devoted to teaching Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And I was like, dude, this is really cool, you know? And so we've, we've messed around with that a little bit. I don't agree with giving your kids just an hour or whatever to mess around on their phone or on their tablet. Or watch TV. Or, or you know, or to watch TV because they're getting, their minds are are absorbing stuff. Now, what I do on the screen time thing, you know, Colton knows, he knows without a doubt that if I look at him and I say, hey man, what are you watching? If he goes to jerk his phone back or jerk his tablet back or whatever, it's done. Like he's grounded from it right then until I say, you know. So it goes back to that whole thing with the cell phones and the husband and wives. That carries over to your kids, too. Your kids, doesn't matter if they're 8 years old with a smartphone or if they're teenagers. If you go up and say, hey, let me see your phone, and they start, you know, well, I, well no, no, ground them from it. You know, take away that screen. Um... So the screen time deal in our house is pretty much the exact opposite. There is a certain amount of the day, especially like on the weekends and stuff, that, okay, no screens. And that that goes for me, that goes for Kimberly, that goes for our son. No screens. We sat down, uh, last weekend, we actually sat down and um, I played guitar for oh, what was it like two hours yeah you and you, you know and we played guitar for we, about we two sat hours there and, and played, sang and yeah and i mean we sat in the living room and i mean we just kind of had like a a little family sing-along thing you know and it was really cool because one i've been really really slacking on my guitar playing and i figured that out real fast last weekend because my wrist was hurting and my my thumb and my my fingers were killing me cuz it's just been so long since i played but you know i don't agree with having you know telling them okay well you can only have an hour on your phone or you can only have an hour on your tablet or you know i mean and i might catch a lot of flack from that but well i mean as adults what would you do if you had a set time from this time to this time. You can watch TV, play on your phone, or play on your tablet or iPad or whatever you have. Are you going to do that? No. I mean, you're going to be very mad if someone says, Hey, you can't have your phone because it's past this time. That's not okay. I mean, as adults. So why are you doing it to your kids? Yes, our son comes home. Does all his homework, does all his spelling, 
uh, reads us his book, everything that he is supposed to do before he picks up that phone or before he watches TV. We um, work on extra little things, on math, on if, he, if it's a really hard spelling test, we work extra time on that. You know, we have game nights, we... We we do stuff without our phones, but, you know, after he does his work, he spends all day at school, then he comes home, reads, um, does spelling, does any homework he has, and then I'm supposed to tell him after we eat supper, which he's not allowed to have his phone, we just went over that, you know, and then... James and I are supposed to tell him, okay, you have 30 minutes to play your game. No, that's not okay. Uh, at least not for us. I mean, because, you know what? I like to be on my phone. James likes to be on his phone. So, I, we don't agree with it. Now, do we let that cell phone rule his life or that tablet rule his life? No. We, so we're strict on that. So I think, and also I think a lot of the reason that he has been on his phone so much here lately is because the weather has been <laughs> bipolar to say the least in our right? area. Um, so the nice days are very far and few between, but if the day, if the weather's nice outside, he's outside. He's outside playing. He's outside getting dirty. I mean... It's not like we're like, oh, dude, it's okay, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's 70 degrees outside. You don't have to go out there today. No, no, I'm like, dude, come on, let's go outside. Let's go, um, you know, let's go climb. We've got these two great big trees in our front yard, and I'm like, let's go climb the tree. Let's go, you know, let's go play in the dirt. Let's go do this. Let's, you know, let's get outside, stretch our legs, you know. Let's, let's do something. And during the summer, we're always outside. We never have our cell phones. Like, we'll take it outside with this, or I will, and I'll just leave it on ring. Um, I'll leave it on ring and leave it on the porch. And if someone needs us, then great, fine, we'll answer, or we might not. But for the most part, we're outside. You know, enjoying the sunshine, playing as a family, you know, you gotta make sacrifices. You got to, I mean, and spending time with your kids and with your family without your stinking phone is not a sacrifice by any means. Like, I love the days when it's nice and sunny and we all can just go outside and have fun. Especially this year. I'm going to absolutely enjoy it because our two-year-old is finally old enough to get out and play. Last year, she was barely walking and she would fall a lot and all of that. So, now she can actually go out and play with her Bubba and we don't have to keep her on the porch or on the deck and in her little walk around thing because she can get up and go and go and do. So I'm so excited for the summer being able to play with her and everything else. So, and play with our son. 
And what they don't know is they're fit to get a trampoline. So we're going to have a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so my biggest deal is is that, you know, I'm – I'm like gung ho about, you know, hey, let's get outside. Let's let's, you know, even even when the weather's cold, I'm still kind of like, you know, hey, let's uh let's do something inside. Let's let's read a book, you know. Um and I actually didn't get that way until just recently. Um but I mean, it's it's really really um fun, you know. So one of the the best things that I get to do every day of my entire life is to be a dad. And, you know, I can't be a good dad if I've got my nose buried in my cell phone all the time. And I can't be a good dad if I'm just, you know, basically telling my kids, you know, oh, no, nah, I really don't want to, you know, just, just you know. Play on your cell phone or, or play on your tablet or, you know, and like I said, you know, with the weather being the way that it's been here lately, there has been a lot of times that I've been like, you know, hey man, just, just go play in your room or something, you know, or, um, and it, it sucks because it, it, it kills me to, to do that, you know, but even then I still try to go in there and, and play with him and, and play with our two year old and. And just kind of goof off, you know. So, but that's, you know, like what Kimberly was saying earlier. She said, you know, he's at school all day and then he comes home and he does his homework. And, and you know, then after he gets everything done that he's supposed to get done, then we're just kind of like, all right, dude, do whatever you want, you know. And, yeah, he'll get on his cell phone and he gets on there and he watches his YouTube videos or he gets on there and plays some of his games or whatever. And, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with that. The funny thing is, is that I said earlier about, you know, how some of these parents are like, Oh, well, you know, you only get an hour to be on your cell phone or you only get an hour to be on your tablet or you only get an hour to play a video game or whatever. Really in all honesty, that's pretty much all our son gets by the time he gets everything done. You know, he, he pretty much only gets like an hour to, uh, to do all that stuff before he's got to go to bed because we're, we're like really, really strict around here about, you know, Hey, this time is bedtime. And then, you know, when it's bedtime, like you can kick your TV on and you can, cause I sleep with my TV on. I, I couldn't, I couldn't sit there and tell him, you know, Hey, no dude, you can't have your TV on. Cause I mean, I got to have a TV on. I got to have some kind of noise when I'm going to sleep or I can't sleep worth a crap. But, um, yeah, so I guess we're going to wrap this up. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. And if you have any comments, just comment on there. We would love to hear your feedback. And if you like our podcast, please share it. And... We will see you again soon. Bye. Thanks, guys.